Cause we're smooth in the afternoon For so hot haters in a bad mood You know this ain't easy Padding the stats, triple doubles Buckets with pleasing We are live. Welcome to Smooth in the Afternoon. Great show for you today. Recapping my interview this week on Tuesday with Dwight Howard. I also spoke with Coach Budenholzer and Malcolm Delaney. We'll play all the audio for you, let you know what they had to say. Dwight Howard and I spoke about the Migos. We spoke about the Super Bowl. We were also chatting about the Atlanta Hawks and the progress that they've made this season, despite a lot of drama and trade rumors amongst teammates. But it was a really interesting day. I learned a lot from Malcolm Delaney, learned a lot from Coach. You're going to hear that in just a bit. Of course, you know we're listening to Migos, Quavo, Offset, Takeo, Culture. play some audio for you guys show it on facebook live of my interview with coach budenholzer we spoke about paul Millsap being an all-star reserve this season as well as the tough competition in the southeast and also about the tough loss in utah on monday night here he is discussing the tough loss for the atlanta falcons in the super bowl on sunday referring to his time in san antonio well i actually was on an airplane the next morning after uh after the loss, so I wasn't I wasn't in San Antonio the second year when they came back and won the second or last championship. So, um, you know, from a distance, it looked like they were incredibly focused, incredibly determined, and uh, you know, it's, it's uh, you know those losses can be really difficult, but uh, you know, sometimes they can be motivating also. So, so I mean, there's a recovery from it. You just have to have the right leadership. Yeah, I think you have to have a determination. You have to have a, you, know, you want to get back and you want to make it right. And, uh, we're talking about my discussion with Dwight Howard. I hope most of you have seen that so far. We talked about the Migos. We talked about the Super Bowl. Uh, we talked about the Atlanta Hawks. We were talking about Kyle Korver leaving, how, what was going on in people's minds. For those of you who haven't gotten a chance to hear, we're going to play some of it for you right now. Dwight, David Weinblatt, smooth in the afternoon. Can I get your opinion on Migos' culture album? Well, I actually like it. I've been listening to it a lot. I think the whole album's pretty good. Uh, I think each year they've gotten better. And uh, I'm really proud of the boys. Uh, I got with them a couple times before a lot of people knew where they were. And uh, just to see their growth and what they've been able to do with them. All that stuff, especially in Atlanta, it's been great. So I'm proud of them. Who are your other favorite artists around Atlanta? Especially being from, from Atlanta, I, I will support you no matter who it is. That's how that's how we are. You from here, you made it. We gonna support you. Yeah, so any artist that has come from Atlanta, past the joy to uh, drama to little Archie, little Archie, <laughs> all the guys, Baby D, uh, Big O, Big O Records, all those guys. It's, it's all support. It's all love. And speaking of Atlanta, I, I didn't get to ask you this yesterday, but obviously you watched the game. I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, yeah. I was sick. I thought this was all year. 
And the Hawks are looking good. I think the Falcons had an unbelievable year. You know, it hurts to see them lose. I feel like I lost uh, when they lost that game because I know how hard they prepared and how much work they put in. So, uh, it's super sad to see them go down like that. Uh, you can always say it's next year, but, you know, that doesn't, it's not that easy. You know, when you lose, uh, even when you get to the championship game, it's not that easy. So, uh, petition to get Migos in there to join uh, Lady Gaga obviously did not go through. That wasn't going to go through. They're happy, <laughs> happy that uh, our team made it, so uh, that's, that's the big picture. Definitely rise up. Uh, a, a little bit back to basketball. A few weeks ago, there were a lot of trade rumors about a lot of your teammates, and of course, Kyle Korver going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. What was running through your mind as you, the uncertainty of what's going on in the future of the Hawks? Keep playing. The more you win, the less talk, you know, so it wasn't focused on that. Uh, obviously, uh, in this day and age, the social media uh, era, you know, it, it can cause a lot of people to be, you know, uncertain with their futures or whatever. Just more focused on that, that stuff. Just got to play basketball, practice hard every day, and uh, just go hard in the games. You know, if you focus on what people are saying or what the media is saying on TV or whatever, and your game's not going to be as good as they should be because your mind is somewhere else. And to play this sport, especially at a high level, your mind has to be focused on one thing. It has to be locked in. What is it going to take to get to that next step, to get to the next level, to really compete for the championship? It's got to be consistent. Be consistent. Continue to play. No egos. All of this stuff. We'll be fine. Thanks, Ryan. Dwight, thank you so much. And now here's my conversation catching up with rookie point guard on the Atlanta Hawks, Malcolm Delaney. Thank <laughs> you. 
Apologies for the somewhat shaky audio from that last interview. So it was great being at Hawks practice again. Had a great discussion with Coach, with Malcolm Delaney, and of course Dwight Howard. You know, the Hawks have overcome a lot of diversity, a lot of ups and downs this season. They're currently at fifth in the East, as you can see on the NBA standings. Washington and Boston have been playing exceptional basketball. You know Cleveland's going to remain at the top. Toronto's been slumping, but I think that they will they will get it together again, as they have early in the season, of course, last year as well. DeMar DeRozan is such a force offensively, as well as Kyle Lowry. Atlanta can chase. I think they can end up hoping to get the fourth, but I do think that Atlanta will stay here at the fifth. I just don't think they're going to surpass what John Wall is doing in Washington with that outstanding starting five. The way John Wall has been playing, leading that Washington's amazing starting five, Bradley Beal as well, Gortat, and of course Boston led by Isaiah Thomas, averaging over 10 points a game in the fourth quarter. I don't think Atlanta's going to get anywhere closer to the fourth seed, third seed. They're going to end up. They're going to end up at the five. It's you know at the end of the day, it's still going to be Cleveland and Golden State. But we've you know we've seen some interesting play. I you know Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas is exciting. John Wall is exciting. Paul Millsap, an All Star. All stars all, all throughout the East. Uh, Jimmy Butler, even though the, the Chicago Bulls aren't playing well. Giannis, of course. But the, the Bucks have been slumping really hard, and that's something else I wanted to talk about. Have not been winning games since Jabari Parker's injury. It has been very difficult for the Milwaukee Bucks, a team that saw themselves at one point earlier this season really competing in the East, almost being a top 4-5 team at one point early on. Now they're on the brink of not even making the playoffs, which does not, it seems like it will not happen, uh, which is very unfortunate. The Miami Heat have won 12 straight games. Phenomenal. Deion Waiters have been playing well. Didn't even play the other night against Milwaukee. Meanwhile, they were able to get that win. Coach Spolstra deserves all the credit in the world. Now we're looking even further at the bottom of the East. The New York Knicks, an absolute laughing stock. In the news just the other day, Charles Oakley was kicked out of Madison Square Garden when the Knicks played the Clippers and, of course, lost. The entire franchise has just become a complete laughingstock with Phil Jackson and Carmelo Anthony, everything that's going on there as well. There needs to be some sort of management change. There needs to be new coaching, new everything. Talking about the Western Conference, of course, Golden State, top team in the league. San Antonio right behind them, but, you know, Houston is still there. 
A lot of people thought that this wouldn't last, that the D'Antoni experiment was just a nice little streak, but Houston's been proving themselves throughout the entire season that James Harden is an MVP candidate, and the Rockets are for real. They're going to contend in this playoff race later on in the season, and they might even become the second seed and take over, take over San Antonio. Look at Utah, Gordon Hayward leading the way. They're playing some great hard-nosed defensive basketball with Gobert as well. Clippers are just going to remain stagnant. They're a five seed, and I believe that the best they will do is be a five seed. I think the Grizzlies could even surpass them at any point. I don't see Utah going anywhere. The, going, I don't see Utah going anywhere the way that this season has panned out so far. And but I don't think Oklahoma City is going to get in, get any higher than their seven seed either right now. I think Russell Westbrook is an exceptional player. He's a superstar, MVP caliber type guy, but he's not elevating his teammates the way the way that James Harden is, the way that even Isaiah Thomas is. You know, I've said before that Russell Westbrook is hands down the second. Now back to some of the top teams in the East. Pending injury, the Boston Celtics could be the number one seed in the East because LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers like to sit. They like to get their rest. Kyrie sometimes is injury prone. They they don't care about getting that seed. They, they don't need home court advantage. The Cleveland Cavaliers might end up the two seed. They'll still win the Eastern Conference Finals. But that would be interesting to see that the Boston Celtics, out of nowhere, could very, very likely clinch home court for the Eastern Conference playoffs. But no, they will not beat Cleveland. We're looking forward to All-Star Weekend. I feel very bad. I wish Zach Levine could be in the, in the dunk contest. And you remember that incredible dunk contest last year with Aaron Gordon. But it's going to be a great dunk contest either way. Obviously, we hope. Zach Levine has a speedy recovery. I'm just excited for All-Star Weekend. The Celebrity All-Star Game, even the game itself, it's just going to be a great time to be in New Orleans. I wish I could be there, but whoever is going, I hope you have a great time enjoying the festivities of a high-scoring performance. Alley-oop after alley-oop, three-pointer after three-pointer, skills competitions. DeMarcus Cousins is in that this year. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to seeing DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis battle that out. That's going to be a lot of fun to see. NBA All-Star Weekend, of course, always a great time for the fans and the players, coaches as well. We will be right back about to play Big Sean's new album, I Decided. Stay tuned. In America, Live here smooth in the afternoon. Listening to I Decide, brand new album by Big Sean, No Favors with Eminem. Unbelievable track. This one's going to be on its way to being a top record on Apple Music and Spotify and Billboard as well. We're going to be talking NBA celebrity all star game as well. Stay tuned. Everything lined up for the taking. 
And what I need from him, no favors. No favors. If she was flavored, I won't save her. No taste buds, no later. Get this, get this. Fuck you looking at, hater. <clears throat> I saw them eyes like an ass raper. Listening to I Decided, brand new album, Big Sean. This one's about to blow up. No favors with Eminem. This song is huge. Also, no sacrifices. My age is reversing. I'm basically 30. Amazingly sturdy, zany, and wordy, brainy, and nerdy. They blame me for murdering Jamie Lee Curtis. Said I put a face in the furnace. Beat it with a space heater. A piece of furniture. A bit of thermos. It may be disturbing, what I'm saying is cringeworthy, but I'm urinating on Fergie. Call Shady number 81, surely I'm turning into the air and we're listening to I Decided, brand new album, Big Sean, Smooth in the Afternoon. We're hearing No Favors with Eminem, also Sacrificed by Migos, another great song on this album. This one's going to be big and atop the charts. Talking about the Celebrity All-Star Game for a little bit, capping off in New Orleans. Mark Cuban, Baron Davis, Andy Grammer lead on the Western Conference team. And then for the Eastern team, Nick Cannon and Brandon Armstrong. Peter Rosenberg from Hot 97 on the squad as well. Should be a, should be a fun game to watch. Now on to tonight's matchup with the Atlanta Hawks against the Sacramento Kings. Recently, the Kings got a win over the Boston Celtics without DeMarcus Cousins, but Boogie Cousins will be back today. Very excited to see the matchup with Paul Millsap. We got a track by my boy Beauregard, who's coming through to the Pike House next month to do a concert. It's going to be awesome. Make sure you check out Beauregard on SoundCloud. He's the man. This is a song, Hillary. Been playing a lot of Migos for you guys lately. I figured it'd be cool. I'm about to play a clip for you before they were famous, courtesy of Michael McCrudden YouTube clip. Think this piece is really cool. Enjoy. would debut on Billboard and the number one spot. Before tracks like Bando, Look at My Dab, Hannah Montana, Fight Night, Handsome and Wealthy, Versace would put Migos on the map. But what was like the first thing you bought when you got out and had some money? My mama house. Before they collaborated with Riff Raff, Young Thug, Gucci Mane, Rich Homie Quan, Drake, and Justin Bieber. Before Donald Glover gave them a shout out while accepting a Golden Globe, calling them the Beatles of this generation. And I really want to thank uh, the Migos, not for being in the show, but for making Bad and Bougie. Like, that's the best song. Before Cab Driver out in Kenya decided to get this before their famous image detailed onto his car. Which is truly remarkable, this show has come a long way. So of the Migos, back in 2010, they were living in a bando, which for my white viewers is an abandoned house, where they would cook and sell crack. The place didn't look all that bad, and it appears they had a pretty dope fish tank that must have come with the place. It was here they shared 
sharpened their skills as rappers, and their living conditions birthed inspiration for their breakout hit, Bando, which first got them noticed by local DJs at strip clubs and nightclubs. The three amigos have known each other pretty much since birth. Quavo, the oldest, is Offset's cousin, with the two the same age, and Takeoff is the youngest. He's also Quavo's nephew. All the boys have had their run-ins with the law, but it is Offset with the biggest rap sheet, having served time for stealing a car and probation violation, which happened around the same time the trio really started to take off. And with them blowing up and him stuck in a prison cell, it must have been tough. Now, how often do you guys talk to Offset these days? We talk to him every day. The Migos certainly are loyal. Now switching over to the NBA. Other major NBA topics this week, we had what was likely the best game of the regular season, other than, of course, Christmas Day, Kyrie Irving's game-winning shot over Clay Thompson to beat the Warriors. But it was Cavs yet again... This time beating the Wizards and John Wall and Bradley Beal. And what a game that was. LeBron James missing a late layup at the, towards the end of regulation. And then making up for it. Sending the game to overtime with a game-time miraculous bank three. Off of an amazing full-court pass from Kevin Love. He does not get enough credit for that as well. But then in overtime, Kyrie Irving was a bad man. He did what he had to do, scoring, passing, doing everything over John Wall. And John Wall played fantastic. And just a couple nights later, Kyle Korver led the way for the Cleveland Cavaliers over the Indiana Pacers with 29 points, 8 threes. That was the most three-pointers he's had since 2007. Kyle Korver is finding his role nicely with the Cleveland Cavaliers thus far. Continuing on news for the New York Knicks, Charles Oakley is now banned from Madison Square Garden. There's just so much drama, so many issues going on with that team between Phil Jackson and Carmelo Anthony, and now the ownership as well. Something has to change, and it's a shame for that fan base. They have a lot of really good fans. Of course, I'm from New York. Fans that are very passionate, and they deserve better than what they're getting in New York City. And the Miami Heat with 12 straight wins in a row. Phenomenal. Looking to make a 13 against Brooklyn, going to be very promising. They have the longest win streak in the NBA right now, and they're they're fighting for a playoff spot. I genuinely think they can make it the way the Bucks have been playing so poorly. The Pistons are a very inconsistent team as well. You know, the bottom of the East is up for grabs, and the way the Heat are playing, they're on a roll. I could see them possibly fighting for that eight seed after starting the season so poorly. At the very bottom of the of the league, people were thinking they were going to tank, they need to trade Goran Dragic, they need to trade this guy, that guy. But to the surprise of many, and similarly in some some ways to the Atlanta Hawks, where people thought that the Hawks were going to tank and trade away Paul Millsap right after Korver went. But no, that didn't happen, and the Hawks are playing great. And now the Miami Heat are playing great. Uh, you never know. Basketball is a surprising sport, and it's just been it's been an exciting, especially this week, been just a very exciting season to watch. You're listening to Good Drank. This song is the essence of Atlanta. We got 2 Chains, Gucci Mane, and Quavo from Migos. Great song, great day, great show. I hope everybody enjoyed tuning in smooth in the afternoon. Oh, you in the slump, I'm headed to Ocean like Kevin Durant.